surge sound coming, something's coming on my you face. You shouldn't use gay <laughs> as a derogatory term. I, I just meant surge makes me feel like somebody's going to come on my face. That's not derogatory, right? That's not derogatory. That's descriptive. It's a little bit disrespectful. Well, okay. to come on somebody's face, <laughs> that, that would be disrespectful. If Is it? If you didn't ask permission. Oh, first. well, if you don't ask permission. I'm not ready to let go of being disrespectful. All right. I, and I, that that's my white male privilege. <laughs> uh, well, we have had a You're good You're a short run. Guatemalan man. That's, I don't understand where that comes true. from. That's true. The white Listen, guys have had a nice I, I was over at my uh, the, the fondue party. Was at our uh, well, we were well. Like, say you said fondue party, so we kind of already like make a lot of we assume that was it you was meant orgy. No, it was with Mexicans, right? Swing it was like party. the Mexican friends, and there's a whole Mexican family, and and like they'd never had fondue before because why would they? Yeah. Um. And uh, <laughs> the funny thing is, I got there, and like, um, they, there's some Colombians who live next door, and so between the last time I was over at their house and now, they built a wall <laughs> between themselves. <laughs> there's this huge double. So- they they had their houses and they have two driveways there in between them, right? Yeah. And the and the driveways were adjoined, so it's this wonderful, huge driveway that you don't have to worry about bumping anything. Yeah, that's right where they built the wall. <laughs> right down the middle. Just to make it narrower for everybody. <laughs> and 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 I thought I thought like man, that's that's a little that's a little rude, you know, building a wall between yourself and the Colombians, you know. Yeah, Come on yeah. now. Uh, but it turns out the Colombians requested flavor. it. It does. The Colombians were like, We want a wall between us and the Mexicans. I wasn't a fan. I was not a fan either. That's why I gave it to Yeah. <laughs> that's why you brought it in here. You're like yeah, I I mean, I, it's not like I didn't stop drinking it, but it does have a weird. I, I wouldn't it drink kinda, it again. It kind of tastes like vomit. I'm, I'm not gonna. Lie. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't think it tasted like vomit. It, it, it was kind of yeasty. In it a weird tasted way. like coffee beer to me. <sighs> tastes like vomit. To me. It's not great, right? but isn't that also not vomit? It's because vomit's more yeah, acidic. It's well, supposed I feel like it tastes, has like an acid aftertaste. I don't know. <sighs> It's got like a smoky. Yeah, it's not. I'm not Could you fan. hear me burp into the microphone? I mean, yeah, like, I think so. I think I just need something too sim- like simple with the ciders. Just like I don't need a. I've become such a <laughs> sweet drinker. Yeah, that's who, that's kind of like. I can drink beer more. Someone but. asked me the other day, and they're like, "Dude, why don't you drink beer?" I'm like, "Why would I drink beer?" Which nobody actually likes. Shut up! Taste. You keep saying that. I like beer. <laughs> it's an acquired taste. I acquired it. I love it. Like when on a cold on a hot day, when you've been sweating and working hard, nothing tastes better than I'm not, ice cold fucking. I'm not beer, saying bro. that I don't like the taste of beer. What I'm saying is, if I can drink something that I like the taste of better, yeah. that does the exact same things that. Beer does. Why would I ever drink beer again? Okay, first of all, I never work hard or sweat. So (laughs) I never have a need for a beverage. Are we recording this? This shit's gold. Cure those two problems. Like once the mics are on, we're always recording. That that was some sort of that was some sort of like commercial fantasy that you just painted there. Like yeah, the, the, I've been out in the yard the, all day. And the, you it's crack not it a open. You crack some it. Of us do sweat in the sun. You, you don't have a yard. You crack it open, and then there's like a pool party with you live in a clad babes. <laughs> Is that what happens when you drink beer? I Nate? installed my own goddamn chandelier. Um, I. I in the hot sun, well, <laughs> in, the hot sun. <laughs> in my dining space okay my 10 foot ceilings you yes. know <laughs> <laughs> just saying <laughs> that beer tasted great man i'm sure it did hey i yeah uh, i like i'm beer. sure it did I'm not saying that i'm like i said i'm not saying that i don't like that i haven't acquired a taste for beer 
But you know what I didn't have to do? Acquire a taste for cider. Yeah. It tasted good the first time I tried it. And it does the same thing that beer does. My my uh, my dad's a beer guy, and we went to, when we were in Maui over Christmas, we went to the Maui Brewing Company. Uh, the Maui Lager? Yeah. I've been there. The, where they, the, actual, <laughs> yeah, the brewery. The actual brewery. Yeah, yeah. Because we they I have, was... like, those restaurants. They have, like... You know, like bar and right, 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 right. places. But well, we went to the actual. We went I'll, to the actual. I'll place. let you tell the story. I went the first time I went to Hawaii. When I was uh, thirteen, and I went with my family. And one of the places we went to was the Maui Lager Brewing <laughs> Brewery. Yeah. Back then, they didn't have like restaurants, or they all, the only place you could go was the brewery, and they didn't do tours. We just showed up, and they're like, "Well, what are you doing?" I here? guess you could walk around. <laughs> they sort of showed us around, but it wasn't something you did, right? Well, now then. they have like tours. Oh yeah, and, yeah. Like, you can try all the different. You know, they have them all. They have like twenty-seven beers on tap, and you can try them all. And but the thing is about my dad, his 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 favorite beer. His idea of a wonderful beer is Coors Light. Right. He like likes, right beer. He likes, That's how my dad is, too. He yeah. likes the least Cheap beer. beery beer yeah, yeah, yeah. you can drink, right? So he doesn't like anything that's strong or that has a lot of flavor. No so it's, so a Coors Light a is the beer that you drink when you're, when you're flying a kite in the middle of a ranch, and then you shoot it down with a shotgun. <laughs> what he likes about it, I think, is that you can drink <laughs> ten of them and not be particularly drunk at the end of that. Yeah, you could use a shotgun and everything. Why were you <laughs> shooting down a kite with a shotgun? Because you some... totally could still, because your, your aim was not impeded by any kind of beer. <laughs> because you've been Drinking yeah, Coors I was Light. sober as a judge. As, as if Coors itself was not light enough. No, they make a lighter version. They make a lighter you see version. some pansy flying a kite, you shoot that fucker down. I always remember the time I was in Colorado at a bar and ordered a Budweiser. The look I got from the bartender was like, seriously? Yeah. Aaron Coors. Is, uh, you understand where you are, right? <laughs> like, so nobody the, acquires a taste for anything unless your parents make you. I have my niece, and um, she's uh, she's 18 years old, and uh, her whole life, her mom never made her eat a goddamn thing. Just So she subsisted on a diet of uh, chicken nuggets and cheddar, you know, those little cheddar squares. Crackers, Cheez-Its. Yeah, Cheez-Its. Yeah, yeah Cheez-Its and chicken nuggets her whole life. But I think the only vitamins she ever got were from drinking milk, Which so she drank a shitload of milk. She just wouldn't eat anything else. Um, and um, so she drank so much milk, I guess she got all of her vitamins from it. And she was playing soccer and stuff and consuming a lot of calories. Uh, but then um, she quit playing soccer. And so she stopped drink, drinking as much milk. <laughs> And now she has anemia. <laughs> uh, nah. And like she collapsed and like they had to go to the hospital. I mean, and um, well, that story took a dark turn. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, and I love her. It's it's darkly comic. But like, um, I mean, the doctor said, look, kid, you, you got to eat a vegetable. <laughs> <laughs> Just something. And like and her, her mom's like, oh, yeah, well, we, we got her on vitamins now. I mean, that's. Come on, eat food. Yeah, eat some different <laughs> it, And I, I, it's a good thing we're anonymous right now, <laughs> because yeah, because yeah, I, I, I mean, it's, it's, my, it's my stepsister's own eat fault. Food comment is yeah, really controversial. <laughs> no, it's about my kids should eat more vegetables. My stepsister did How this for her sir. own kids. She never made her eat a variety of food. Yeah. She just let her be picky. Yeah. 
That's like the new parenting where you want to be your best, like your yeah. kid's best friend parenting. Like, oh, and yeah, we were sitting next to somebody at a restaurant and they were like these three girls and the mom. And at first we didn't realize there was, there was an adult at the table just like overhearing their conversation about which boys they were going to have, you know. Uh, yeah. Blow. Yeah, exactly. It was mm, like that blow. conversation. Talking and about acquired like, taste, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then we turned over, and one of them is like 45 or 48 in trying and dressed like it. And a, she was talking about her daughter's. And they were blown. just all, it was all the same. <laughs> it was all equal. Like, you really like this boy? And, you know, I'm like, oh my God. I thought it was her best friend, but no, it was the 45 year old mother talking about how she feels like she spends too much at the, like, the salon and stuff. And, <laughs> Yeah, and then it was just like, whoa, those people were completely in. <laughs> and on that note, yep. should, we, should we start the episode? I'm Penis Von Mightier. Uh, you may call me Penis. I'm still just going to call you Nathan. So. <laughs> so. Whatever, whatever name you come up with. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Warped, the unnecessary Star Trek podcast where we do unasked for audio commentaries of Star Trek episodes. Uh, my name is Sean. My name is Matt. My name is Penis Mightia. <laughs> My name is also Penis, Penis Mightia. Mightia. Yeah, that's right. Oh, this is going to be tough keeping the track of you two. And I'm Jake. There you go. <laughs> we enjoyed Randy Coxon. Coxwain. Coxwain. No. So much on the last episode. He left, we, and now Penis. Is <laughs> penis. <laughs> I'd, like to, I'd like to point out the difference in the spelling of the names. Mine is P-E-N-I-C-E. Penis. Oh, so you use the French version. It's the French It's a French penis. <laughs> French spelling yeah there's a u in there yeah <laughs> there's like eight more vowels but you guys have never heard of them <laughs> well what episode are we watching today we are if you're on netflix we're watching season one episode 17 the galileo seven uh we've got 50 minutes and 26 seconds on the clock Let's and i'll be pushing play in three two one play there's a lot of death in this one, I, if I'm There are, right. yeah, so get some shots out, because we're going to drink to the homies. Uh, oh, starting, and this, I, one has, this one has actual ooh. death, not just... I, I, okay, we need to pass that ball around, because my shot, my, my shot glass is empty. All right. My solo cup. How come the, like, okay, I know we've talked about this before, but I wasn't paying attention when you guys talk, as I'm always just thinking about my own thoughts, Word. but there sure. is, uh, there, why is this one 28.50, and the last one was 30-something, like? Like that was it way off? It's way different. Yeah. You're talking about Stargate? every every Stargate. time. Every... I'm sure that there's nerds out there in the world who like are like, oh no. my god, they're ringing up the Stargate thing no. again. But I just no. Every 24 like... hours, um, the the computer randomly generates a yeah. new number it's for the date. Completely right? random. Oh, it's like Google Authenticator <laughs> for uh, the date. It's a randomized date. Yeah, it's a, it's That's... a two party authentication. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Every episode of Star Trek has a unique code. Uh. That bears no relation to, to the, the events code. of the episode. That's right. Who's yeah. this douchebag? In the previous, so, in the look previous, look at what he's wearing. It looks like he has a little capelet on. Uh, 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 he looks oh, like yeah. he's got a little he's cravat. Got a cravat. He's yeah. kind of no, like look a, at look at the look oh yeah, at yeah. Little yeah. Cape. <laughs> the, it's like the evil Knievel or something. <laughs> His cravat has a cape. That's <laughs> baller. Dude. That's a really great outfit, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and look at the uh, cut! Not, look at the cut! Are those called epaulets? <laughs> epaulets are like uh, shoulder, shoulder shoulder thingies. What? Look at all uh, those, those graphics! Are what Napoleon wore? 
It's a fucking Death Star? What is that? <laughs> they're No, they're in the Galileo 7. They're uh, in, those, the, they're in the Galileo. The, oh, this is the titular Galileo. That's, the, their, that's like their version of like a viewer. That's like their scanner. Okay, this is all fucking retconned. That's digital. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no. You know, when they when, when they released, yeah, we, we talked, talked about, about this. this. They released the Blu-ray. We just they, talked about I this. I know, but like, it looks so corny. But you weren't here. Randy was here. I know, because I wasn't here. You guys already talked about this, but like, this is all fresh for me. Yeah. I, Penis. Okay, here we go. We got another. Is this a different okay. lady? Okay. No, that's that, a yeah, different that's lady. That's not the one from before. No, I don't remember her name. Okay, when we when we go one to ten on girls' Scotty's hotness, I got a question. Um, do we go on like one ten according to the historical population of the world, or are we going on a one to ten in terms of the hotness of specifically Star Trek it's girls? Specifically, specifically Star, Star Trek, Trek. Right. other Star Trek okay. females. Because it's like in comparison to other Star she'd Treks. be she'd be a ten on a global scale, but like by Star Trek scale, I would give her like a five. No, we rank them in 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 <laughs> uh, in uh, you know what uh, compared to the others. Star Trek. So eventually, yeah, yeah. eventually there will be a list. Nick. Well, the you ten is obviously the, those rabbits from the last. You episode. weren't. Yeah. Well, that's what we got to to the to the guys who've been at the past ones. So far, our number one is yeah Andrea, uh, well, the that robot. Was, yeah, the robot from the the, the, the robot the, episode. The robot episode. Oh yeah, that's hot. Now, the last girls in the last episode. The robot the, episode. Yeah, where the... He creates what, his own daughter. Right. clone episode? Well, yeah, okay, so they're more clones than robots. With yeah. Double Kirk? Yes, with Double Kirk. Yeah, okay. Um, I thought it was... Oh, all right. I can't keep track of you and your women. So she's the number one. Would you put any of the, the two... Playboy bunnies or the yeoman? Not for uh, me personally, but I think they were. You know, they were. I mean, there's two of them. Meanwhile, look who I get to look at. I have to look at that motherfucker. With his his half cape and his. What about this haircut? Wait a minute. There is uh, there. I would say and his Caesar cut on the Galileo. There are some guest stars that are young men. Yeah, <laughs> that's, 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 that's I think he looks distinct. That's the only criteria we have. Yeah. If they're not fifty year old. I don't think actors. that was what was on the screen. Did they change this, that that too? I mean, yeah. See, we are, I, as being one someone who's only ever seen these Who episodes. Is this person supposed to be. So he's like the he's like actually like a high commissioner in Starfleet. Oh, uh, okay. And so he's, he's supposed got, to be like the boss. They got to get to... Oh, wait. Before we do that, let's read this. This is really good weed because I'm I'm focusing a lot on the costumes so, and nothing at all on the plot. That's, no, that's important. That's, the, the, this that's is how this podcast goes. Season 1, Episode 16, The Galileo 7, original air date January 5th, 1967. We made it into 67. The Galileo the under Spock's command. Crash lands on a hostile planet. As the Enterprise races against time to find the shuttlecraft, Spock's strictly logical leadership clashes with the fear and resentment of his crew. Oh, there's going to be some good there's space, some space racism, racism in this, in this one. one. It's a 7.8 stars out of 10. That's pretty uh, high. Directed by high. Robert Gist. Go Gist. And yeah. write, written by Oliver Crawford and Shimon, or Simon Winselberg. <laughs> I like the one Although known as S. Bar David. Uh, hmm. Who wrote a number of episodes. Stardate, 28, 21.7. So, so, but, so it, back to the plot. The guy that's on the Look ship, they're supposed to be delivering a medicine 
to a planet, right? Uh-huh. Or to a to a to a. Uh, a Kirk's going to refuse to leave while they're still they looking have, for their people. There's, but they've run into this weird anomaly. <laughs> they just have just here have some coffee, which they have standing orders to study. And there he's like, "Look, my stand. I as a captain of a starship, we have to investigate this stuff. We've got plenty of time to still get to this rendezvous, so." Okay, look, what the fuck is that guy up to? Who is he? What's he doing on the ship? I was, was he, you were, he literally I just said what he was doing there. Was, <laughs> but, like, he just got done describing why that guy was there. Look at the Paisley undershirt or whatever that is. I, 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 you really were tuned out. I wasn't paying a lick of attention. Just don't even look. Just listen. You don't even have to okay, look. Okay, okay. Starring I'm to focus up this so green Rorschach on the screen in front of me. I us. had to learn, or I had to learn to stop watching the show yeah. at a certain point because so, I realized if I turn this way and just look at Sean, I can do this whole show without ever having to actually watch Star Trek. Good point. So it's too yeah. bad that they actually like redid those shuttle craft parts because I, I read that the shots they used of the shuttlecraft departure in this episode became stock footage. That was for every all, time they every time they showed a a, yeah. a a shuttle crew, it was the same footage they filmed in this episode. Oh wow. <laughs> now we'll see, ne- there's we'll never some African American man. <laughs> oh my on. god, this is where we find out that Matt didn't even give him any consideration. Her uh, name is Upsy Daisy. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, Sean. Nothing? <laughs> Maybe that guy up in the very front. Oh, okay. But these are more attractive well, than what your about, what average What about Star- this, this fellow here? Uh, I would I was, say this is, these are above average for Star Trek male guest stars. I don't stars. know if he's, oh, well. he's black or Middle Eastern or what, but uh, he's a handsome motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> what? So this is not the girl from the last episode. It is not the girl from the last episode. No, the she you- needs to sit up straight and cross her legs. Yeah, Yeoman Barrows. That was her only episode. Yes. Uh, yeah. So this is a. I, is this a, a big, the beginning of a parade of Yeoman Ran replacement Probably. characters? Yeah, because she's a Yeoman as well. Uh, yeah, they're her, just a whole series of them. Phil, her, the actress's name is Phyllis Douglas. All right, and it's she actually was on an episode of Batman. It's oh. actually yeah. Cheap. She looks like a Batman material. It's cheaper that way because that way they can uh, they don't have to uh, they just pay a she's, different. Oh, actress. she's she was in she was in another episode. You're gonna you're gonna only you only that way you only have to pay scale. She's right? on and, a and whatever whoever episode, if it's a recurring character, the character, so they don't become series scale. regulars or anything uh, or series occurring. Well, then when do you, what, what's what goes on when it's a series regular? Does that mean? Well, yeah. Then, then then the fans get attached to the character, and your salary goes up. You yeah, get paid more than the scale. Nice. Um. So yeah. So those two guys are gonna die. <laughs> uh, this is the return of the the brown sashes for the phaser. Yes, holding. for the phaser belts. No. It- so this episode has some of the greatest action sequences of any Star Trek episode <laughs> because we're about to find out that the planet is populated with giants. Uh-huh. Right. Oh yeah, and yeah. the giants attacked him with giant spears uh-huh. that fly in from off screen. It's pretty entertaining. <laughs> So what were you saying about P.T. Barnum before, speaking of giants? <laughs> oh. You were... I, there was giants in the show. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, I, I the recently saw the segue of <laughs> them all. <laughs> <laughs> and the funny thing is, I had come up with a better segue earlier when 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 uh, 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 what's your name, Penis, had said <laughs> epaulets yeah. were on the thing, and yeah. I was thinking, I had thought, you know, I saw the Greatest Showman, and in it there is a little person who uh-huh. he dresses up like Napoleon. For the but, show and has him ride around on a horse. <laughs> it's pretty phenomenal. I can see why yeah, you yeah, cried so much during the show, Sean. <laughs> yeah, this Look, is the movie you said you I, cried all the I did. I cried the whole time. <laughs> there he is. I wish. Look at that little, little guy on that horse. I wish. He's like they, a little Napoleon. A tiny Napoleon. <laughs> I wish that they had just made the movie about a fictional circus starter. And had not attached the name P.T. Barnum to it. Why, why, why? Because it's clearly a romanticized, fictionalized version of that story. Right. Because in real life, he totally exploited those people. But but so then they never, so that leaves it such easy fodder to be able to tear it down. Right. Because it doesn't do anything about the fact that he treated the animals like shit. And these were freaks that he exploited, you know? Like... In the film... It's not that movie, though. It's not, he's nice, and everybody likes him. It's not that right? way, but you know that's not 100% true. Right. But it makes for a beautiful movie about wait, inclusion. Wait, guys, this, the Enterprise just gave birth. This is throwing good shuttle <laughs> crafts really after right. bad. Yeah, exactly. They already crashed one. <laughs> oh, yeah. one. Kirk's like, send another one out. <laughs> yeah. Look at the uh, you know corrugated alu- aluminum there, tin. So I was telling Sean, that, um, speaking of P.D. Barnum, uh, it reminded me of the Cardiff Giant uh, story, and he hadn't heard of what the Cardiff Giant was, which was... Um, Enlighten us. At the turn of the 20th century, um, there is this, uh, this, this uh, farmer, uh, I think he was a tobacco farmer or something like that, um, or some vice, whatever. <laughs> what, what else can you find? This is what I was talking about earlier when I said you get he high gets, and then you just start rambling. It's an argument with one of his neighbors because he's an atheist and like uh, the the farmer, the, the his friend and, and uh, many people that they knew believed that giants used to roam the earth based on some biblical scripture um, in Genesis, Genesis 4. Um, so the, the wise-ass farmer guy uh, he spends a year creating a giant out of gypsum. He hires like all these workers to to build this fucking thing, and then he buries it in gypsum? his backyard. What is gypsum? It's, um, it's like, like a, a, rock. a it's a it's a mineral, it's a mineral. right? Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 white chalky rock, um, and uh, a lot like bone, right? Yeah. So 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 he, they chisel out some a shitty giant statue. <laughs> <laughs> they bury it in the yard and then he waits a year and then he like he makes some weak excuse like hey, I want to put a veranda over there we need to dig it up and he gets a bunch of workers around and he just happens to have like a film crew <laughs> <laughs> hey check me out as I un- unearth this uh, land for my new veranda right and so like they, and then they, they find the statue and it, it's it's huge yeah. it does exactly what he wants it to do which um, people say that it's evidence that giants used to roam the earth. <laughs> so people come from miles around. He charges them. Uh, at first, he charges them 25 cents a piece to see it. Then he doubles it to 50 cents a piece. So P.T. Barnum gets on in on this. He's like, I want to buy 
the Cardiff Giant. And they go like, no, it's not for sale. This is mine. And so P.D. Barnum makes his own Cardiff Giant, claims it's the, it's the, the real one, and, uh, and, and starts uh, selling shows to see it in New York. So then there's a big court battle in which the original guy says, like, P.D. Barnum ripped me off with a fake Cardiff Giant. So And then during the court battle, it turned out, well, you know, like, oh his is fake too, right? <laughs> so they, 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 they both have fake I'm sorry. Giants. I'm sorry, Nathan. I have to interrupt you because I just looked up a picture of the car <laughs> and what you did not mention is it has a gigantic cock <laughs> yeah yeah you know, it's it's not mentioned. way to bury the lead it's there. a very lifelike reproduction yeah it's like a two and a half hander yeah <laughs> you, you, you can't just have two you hands really yeah. okay, the lead the third there. Hand. you really buried the lead sorry to stop all this but you guys gotta get a drink you buried because we're lead. about to lose one no okay but we're we about to drink one, we're about to drink one for the homies. Oh uh, my goodness! Uh, yeah, so yeah. In the end, um, the the judge throws it out because he's like, both these fucking things are bullshit, you guys. And so, and then it becomes publicized. Everybody know, finds out that it was all bullshit, and they stop going to want to see these worthless hunks of gypsum. But for a minute, it was like the the biggest thing in the country. But Scientific proof: giants roamed the earth. Nice. <laughs> the, here it is. There's a giant fake looking spear. Woo! I am the ah! card of giant. Ah! <laughs> wow! Everyone, raise one as we drink. That was too big. Killed two guys just then. Oh no, he only killed the one guy. Only one. Oh, I thought he got that guy too. What Boo. did that guy just do? <laughs> Boo! <laughs> they didn't even draw the line to the. No. Uh, <laughs> what is he shooting? <laughs> but they're very specific choices, which is good. You know, get, that, get that guy in. I like somebody who can make a choice. <laughs> and and your balls and your big toe. So, anyways, the Greatest Showman, beautiful movie about inclusion. <laughs> it's got a beautiful song about being comfortable with yourself. Yeah. It's it was really and like I said I cried a lot. And, and the, 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 the 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 sort of <clears throat> you know because yeah. there's a, a, a interracial couple in it and it's you know there are You know what I watched and last night? I'm sorry but I had to make a choice recently <clears throat> because I had to drop Kevin Spacey from my list. Oh, right. Which right. was a heartbreaking moment for me. Well, the, it's, when I had to go, uh, I can't, <laughs> I can't be okay with that guy anymore. Call, so what? Not, what did he do? He, he tried to, to like. Uh, he tried to have sex with a high school boy. There, uh, it's a yes, yes. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, again, if I was in high school and. No, Kevin Spacey no, wanted to fuck me. I, it's not I would okay. either handle it it's or... Not okay. <laughs> it's not okay. It's not okay. It's not okay. You can't spin it anyway. It's not okay. I just, yeah, imagine but I had to you. choose. I had to choose like, somebody else. Imagine it's you. you and know? now yeah. I have decided Hugh Jackman <laughs> I can imagine. is now I can imagine. on my list. That's right. going to be... That man is a talented son of a bitch. Yeah. He is so good in this fucking yeah. movie. And between that movie and fucking Logan. I haven't seen it. Oh my God. Logan is so Logan good. was really good. I have it, it, so I have it good. ready to go. I have a, I got a new TV oh. with one of these 4Ks with HDR and I got like surround sound. Oh, I'm you, ready to watch Logan. Wow, it is so funny. I have some thoughts about uh, that TV I bought from you last time. Oh no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh, this is going to get personal in here. Um, Lay it on Back me. Lay to on. my willing to give up my rusty wheel wagon to Hugh Jackman. <laughs> 
Um, listening audience, let me just tell you that is, my friend. if Penis and Dick both agree that Logan is a great movie, that means it's got to be good. Yeah. It's, a, it's a really good movie. It's it's really good. But I would say if you like musicals, The Greatest Showman is a great musical. It has a very positive message. And like I said, I wish they hadn't put P.T. Barnum as sort of the star because it just makes it like you just the whole time you're like yeah but you know it wasn't fucking like why this. is he dressed like a band you know? leader so if you could suspend that belief yeah i and can. just sort of enjoy it for what it is yeah a fictional tale about a guy who started who a invents circus, a circus you know and it's like there's a there's a there's a i don't know if any of you guys watch house of cards uh, Again, nah. back to Kevin Spacey. Nope. Nope. Okay, well, never mind. I won't make it. Hard easy. no. There was a, an actor on that show is on, is in it. He mm-hmm. plays uh, he plays the journalist, like a theater critic, yep. who from the beginning slams it as just bullshit. Like, this is, you know, you're not, this is not real theater. This is just... And he's right. He's 100% right as to what it is. But it doesn't diminish the fact that people enjoyed it. I think is the whole point is that who cares if it's bullshit? Yeah. If it the people that are watching it at the end of it had a good time and are happy, what does it matter? Yeah. I can wait. What are we talking about? (laughs) Just looking at the future (laughs) Christmas presents. Just what what the Barnum Circus. Right, right. Talking about that. I see, I see, I see. It's not like it's not high the it's not high art. Right. No, but that doesn't but like I say, but it's not trying to be that either. You know what I mean? Like I think the I think the whole argument between high art and low art, you know, it was like Back when high art was winning, I was more sympathetic to low art. But now that low art has completely won out, I'm like, eh, I kind of wish that some people would like get back into try like, for high, try for high try, art. Try hard because now we're just like, oh yeah, it doesn't matter that it's good or not. It's just like people like it, you know. It's like, all right, all right, I, all right. here we go. We got some space racism going on. He just called. He just called uh, uh, yeah. Spock a machine. Yeah, sure. Yeah. He's he's got a point because <laughs> he doesn't want to he doesn't want to be out give they're trying to bury the he's guy he's spending all of his time trying to get the fucking thing running again and they're giving him shit about it because they want to have a funeral they want to have a funeral and he doesn't want to talk at the funeral because his time is better spent trying to fix the fucking crowd you know Spock is right one hundred percent right. <laughs> Yeah, these babies need to grow up. Yeah, there'll be like seven when, seven more funerals if he doesn't get. These are some doesn't get highly trained Starfleet yes. officers, military. Right? Yeah, yeah, and they're being a bunch of babies because Mister Spock's being mean to them. Yeah. Like, grow up, motherfuckers! Jesus, you know what I watched last night? Speaking of low art. I watched this movie Snatched last night with Amy Schumer and Goldie. Oh, Hall. okay. It is bad. Okay. <laughs> it is very, very bad. I saw that and, it was... And the only thing... The only reason I mention it even at all is because I was watching the credits, and like all movies, the credits go on for like 10 minutes, right? Right. right. But it just occurred to me, for the first time, I guess, how many people it takes... To make terrible things. Yeah. Right. Like, it takes... It's amazing anything good gets made at all. Hundreds of people worked on that fucking movie, and it was terrible. And and, and you question, when they were doing it, 
Did they know it was terrible, or did they, or did they think it was good? Yeah, but a lot. That's always the question when you're watching any terrible movie. But you're like, there were hundreds of people who worked on this fucking film. Did no one at any point in time, most of whom, to be fair, had no input on the quality of. But there's still dozens of people who are in are are response. You know what I mean? Like that could have one of them at some point in time could have said. uh, maybe this is not working. Like, should we maybe reconsider <laughs> what we're doing here? Uh, stop talking about Jiggly. That was not. That was a great movie, Sean. Or sorry, Jiggly, whatever we're calling. Jiggly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's like a song. And then I watched Lady Bird, and that was great. That was fantastic. I heard that was really. I love. That was that fantastic. Movie. That was a fantastic movie. You know what movie is great? I Tanya. Get see it. It's amazing. The performances are. I wanted. I want to see it. Are fantastic. You you think that they've like completely drama- dramatized like the personas, and then at the end they actually instead of like Jackie Chan bloopers, they show uh, the actual interviews with the actual people, and they are as nutty as they are portrayed in the movie, and it's just like it's so sublime how like. Just how crazy everybody is in it, and yeah, it's a, it's a definitely a, a fantastic. Allison Janney is like amazing as the mother. She's Matt great. and I saw the the Shape of Water yeah, we and the three Shape of billboards the outside night. of Ebbing, Missouri. I heard the three billboards is good. Is that good? Oy. I, yeah. it, it, not so much. It's a it's a heavy. Here's what happened: we start watching Shape of Water because we want to see that fish man fuck that mute girl. Totally. Yeah, dude, that's totally worth it. <laughs> And about after about 25 minutes of that movie, we were not feeling it. Yeah. So we said, let's switch over to the three billboards But it, ca- it kept having things that were interesting. I mean, like, it, it has like, a whole thing with the full frontal meet female nudity, which is wonderful. And they, they kept doing kind of like... Uh, He's talking about the Fishman movie. The now. Okay. Not, yeah, the not Francis movie. McDormand is not full frontally nude. <laughs> Though I would, re- not, I would respect I that. that. I would respect that. I would the too. But yeah, it, gonna but like Matt, so go ahead, go ahead, Matt. Yeah, we weren't, we weren't feeling it. It was not, it was, it seemed like it wasn't working for Very us. Very silly. We switched over to the Three Billboards movie and we hated that so much okay. that we switched back to the Fishman movie. And so by comparison, more, yeah. the Fishman movie was markedly better from that point on. All right. So now I think if you're ever watching something and you're not quite into it, watch, watch something you know no, you hate like yeah. for like 20 minutes and then go back. And, and you'll, you'll enjoy it. and you'll be way more into the like, things. Oh, <laughs> By the end, I was kind of feeling the Fishman movie. Um, three billboards. I finished watching it, and uh, it does have the virtue of being unpredictable. Okay. Like, you don't know what's coming. All right. Um, as much as you like the early going on, you feel like you can you can map the path of the pr- the pr- uh, probable movie. You cannot guess where it's going. Um, and uh, so that was refreshing. But yeah, every single single scene in it is dark and and soul uh crushing yes uh, i do not want to see it anymore thank you <laughs> it's not a comedy no yeah, for people who think it's supposed to be funny i didn't think it was that deep dark you know 
There's billboards involved, so I don't really imagine. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like, I didn't know anything about the movie, and I, I'm watching the movie, and the the first 15 minutes is like Francis McDormand staring at some billboards. I'm like, wow, this is a very literal title, you know? This, this movie is just 100 percent about hanging out with billboards. Yeah, <laughs> the billboards are crucial to the plot. I mean, it's not a misleading title at all. No, there are three billboards. You're yeah. gonna get some hot billboard action <laughs> in Missouri. Yeah. It's the most billboards have ever been featured. In it's been the most important billboards. <laughs> yeah, since the billboard never has a yeah, never has a billboard been so important. Oh, you know, after I'm just thinking about it, this we didn't get any of our favorite character in the last episode. There was we no didn't screening. see any screening. No screening. Uh, oh, they got they've upgraded. He's not in this. I one don't either. think he's in this one either. They've moved away from... They, well, they I haven't had a chance to... They fired Yeoman Rand, and they got rid of Screeny at the same they time. Haven't had, they haven't been in sickbed. Um, who do you think gave Yeoman Rand the drugs that got her in trouble? Screeny. Gene Roddenberry. <laughs> it was yeah. all Screeny. Hey, sc- yeah, she was like, Yeoman Rand. Screeny. Of course, sexist Hollywood Screeny just has a few few episodes of probation, and Yeoman <laughs> Rand is back. gone. Yeoman Rand is gone. <laughs> <sighs> uh, Shape of Water is uh, Guill- Guillermo del Toro's. Um, he's like he made those Hellboy movies. He liked the fish guy, and he wanted to make a movie about the fish guy as though it were Splash. Yeah. Um, and uh, so he's like, "That's that's what he did." Um, and it was it had a lot of good moments. And if you want to see like a fish get it on with a human girl, <laughs> which I do, you will, you will totally. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. And like the parts that they they were. They wrote it so that it would be there would be really explicit scene in which some uh, strange fish penis things happened, but uh, apparently like the censors didn't like that, uh, so they changed it into like a scene of female characters talking in great detail about. Uh, his fish penis. <laughs> which That's is, true. Which He's is, not lying. Which is fun. It's a market improvement, right? <laughs> I don't want to see it. I want to hear it be described in detail. Um, one thing you need to well, know she's is mute, that so she is that really just sort of like demonstrates the oh, fish wow. man's uh, testicles are in his shoulders and his heart is in his butt. <laughs> That's the most important. It's very thing convenient for the story. So don't you know? You had to do what you had to do. I mean, when you if you watch the movie and then you'll find out that I'm right. Because you're going to find out exactly what I'm talking about. I, uh, I think we're going to have to drink again soon. Oh, dear goodness. We're going to lose another one. Do you know what I liked about Fro- Lady Bird? The fog Tell me what you liked about Lady Bird. It was 93 minutes long. Oh. It was so crisp. It was, it was so perfect. And it was just... The, I don't like... Mo- I've, I have no patience for movies that are more than yeah. two hours anymore. I, 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 was, I will say that was a great thing about The Greatest Showman. Hour and 45 minutes. Yeah, see? That's, that's, a, good, that's, that's a good time. I, that good that time. automatically makes me like that movie it a little bit more. perfect yeah. time. Last perfect Jedi was two time. and a half hours. As, as a traditional <laughs> musical, it made it feel like it wasn't a traditional movie. There were scenes and character development notably I, missing. If I was, But it, as a movie-going experience, it was worth it because I felt like I was released from the theater after a reasonable amount of time. Oh, the the musical? Yeah. Yeah, it's Greatest Showman? The greatest Showman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You feel great afterwards. Yeah. You feel great. Yeah, the songs are wonderful. The songs I feel are like... so good. <laughs> Look at that footprint. The guys, the people <laughs> who play great. the freaks, yeah, oh. they do all the singing and the dancing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Kyo- and they are fucking yeah. great. Kiala Settle is like the, the they found she's amazing. amazing performers to do the song and dance numbers in that movie. Yeah. These guys are on a sound stage with like a fog machine. Yeah, <laughs> this is where every scene did, on a planet yeah. takes place. Did we lose the 
Yes. The other, uh, okay. The giant just Did we drink him. for him? Yeah, he did. We, didn't. Didn't. Like, we, should, we should drink. He, drink. He, he had his arms up over his head. Mr. Gaetano. Roar. To the homie. Drink, <laughs> drink one for the homie. <sighs> oh, man. That's good. So now all I want to watch is movies about, like, teenage girls and... Me too. Middle-aged mutant. Okay, this is the weird thing. This is going back to me think that thing about me saying that I'm sick of stories about middle-aged white men. Like I'm even like stories about. I want to see stories about. Similar to that, I'm almost. I'm almost. I'm almost done with stories about like teenage guys coming of age stories. I actually prefer the teenage women, and I'm uh, probably not who they imagine the target audience is. (laughs) But I want to recommend a video game called Life is Strange. I Uh, played that. Did that's you play it? That's a great it? game. Yeah, that's a great game, which is another where it's a female coming of age, and, and they do things with the game genre, which are... That was a fun game. Yeah, the great art direction, and you have it's all about just like sort of choices you make, and they kind of make sure that those choices I kept, matter. I kept trying to make her not be a lesbian, and, yeah. I couldn't, and it wouldn't let me. Oh, really? Like, the game is really depends... <laughs> it really depends on you being a lesbian for that game to work. Well, it really helps the outcome of the world not getting the destroyed. The plot doesn't really work yeah. in that story if you're not a lesbian. A little bit. At least a little bit. I keep trying to make her flirt with, like, the... Ah! Oh, no, another spear. <laughs> Spock's yeah. just like, yeah, well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That one, like, when they actually threw that one on it the broke. stage, that could have killed him. <laughs> that could have killed Leonard Nimoy. Taking out an eye. That was pretty close. Yeah, it chipped off a bunch of the styrofoam. It, like, that it one. broke apart when it landed. <laughs> know, oh, they're still coming. Look at I love it. Oh, I love the one that intended. sort of comes from an odd angle down, right? Honestly, well, and they don't... They don't fly downward. No. The arrow is pointing. Yeah. The part that's going to poke you is pointing. No, the, gri- the grips the off screen did all they could to get those spears to as fly. High as they but could. It's There's just a like they come straight down. There was a forced perspective thing that was supposed to make the, the whole thing, thing look not. bigger and like the, the mountains in the background look bigger. But then seeing the spears fly through space. It's a phaser. <laughs> what is he doing? Uh, uh, so so the, my favorite part of the episode is coming up when they have to run again from the, the, the giants and Spock gets trapped under a rock. <laughs> "Quote unquote," and they they rush out to to rescue him, and you can see bones visibly leaning into the rock, and it's sort of squishing <laughs> under his weight because it's clearly like a foam rock. It's and there's this like, nope, that's good enough. Cut it, <laughs> send it to the studio. <laughs> they don't, there were really few second takes. Okay, <laughs> nobody had time for that shit. They did this exact same plot in Next Generation with Data. Oh. Remember there's an episode where Data is in command of the ship and he gets robot racism. He gets space he gets space whatever the prejudice, whatever the whatever it means to be racist against robots, that's right, what right. they were in that episode. Yeah. And they were all like, You don't can't tell us what to do, you're just a robot. Do you remember that? I don't. No. Well, never Sorry. Mind. It it's real. I didn't make I, it. Up. I believe you. It sounds like you I it. I'm sure they did. Whenever they were in trouble they would put do a data episode, usually him on the holodeck 
fight, you know, solving crimes against, you know, Moriarty. <laughs> <Yeah, Lori> <laughs> but there was a lot of data on the holodeck episodes, yes. and I was like, I'm going to like this because it's going to be really pandering to me, but uh, it's just, it's probably a lazy episode. Well, but all the great episodes of Next Generation. Oh, look at that. Episodes. That yeah, was yeah. Great. Absolutely. The giant. Yeah. You know what's weird about this episode is that Spock's right all along, but he's the one who has to learn a lesson at the end, right? <laughs> right. Because <laughs> he's the one who's like, maybe I've miscalculated. Maybe yeah. I do have to follow my instincts instead of mm. following logical paths. <laughs> he's all worried because he's Well, the best up. part is, in the end... The rest of them just get away with their casual racism. They're just all like, whatever. In the end, what he does is sort of... In order to save them, he does have an emotional response. Oh, yeah. He does something that was not a, the, the the logical thing to do at the time. And it ends up saving them. So right. then... So Kirk, he learned the exact wrong lesson. So then Kirk, at the end, calls him on it. Gives him some shit about and it. And he basically says... Logic dictated that I react emotionally right. to the moment. Yeah, Spock's got a lot of workarounds. Yeah, and right. so it was a logical decision I made. This is like when you try to like peg down an alt right guy on some stuff, logic. and they're right. like, "Eh, they've got some workarounds." Eh, <laughs> they, He's like, "But emails, yeah, yeah. but emails, but her emails. <laughs> She's the most corrupt person ever." Yeah, Spock's always able to wiggle out of those kind of conversations. Yeah. It is. He does pull one out of his ass, as they say. <laughs> as they say. As they say. As they say. In as the, the parlance ple- of our time. Yeah. <laughs> as the plebeian class will occasionally utter <laughs> from those coarse orifices they call their mouths. <laughs> Pull it out of that oh, ass. My mom gave me a big Lebowski calendar for Christmas. Nice. <laughs> and the first one, the January one, is a is a shot of the three of them bowling. And the quote is, shut the fuck up, Donnie. Yeah. Walter Sobchak. <laughs> that's what it says. Nice. I haven't looked at the other months because I just wanted the glee of surprise. Because <laughs> if that's the first one, you know they're going to get better. You're like, that's fucking great. Oh, my God. Look at these gloves. Like their work gloves are so sparkly. Oh, oh, this, oh that's right. He's gonna. <laughs> wow, that's how you know it's the future. <laughs> Those gloves, man. <laughs> if it's not sparkly, you don't know it's the future. So jazzy, so jazzy. <laughs> <laughs> why are they on the ground? <laughs> oh, they, oh, I'm sorry. I do know why they're on the ground. Because the giants on the top of the no, thing they, bashing. They it just the they just electrified everything metal. Oh, okay. so they were trying to ground themselves so they wouldn't get sh- shocked. They they electrified the hole so that the giant would go away. Nice. So, oh, oh, that's another thing that that is that we sort of missed. They think they can get the ship off the ground, but it's too heavy. Right. And so the debate is whether or not if they leave people oh, behind, so they're going to leave the bodies on the yeah, behind. We can leave the bodies, and then we'll ha- we won't have enough weight. And so, well, the original conversation was: Are people going to have to stay? Even live people might have to be left behind. Who uh, would be left okay. behind yeah. if we had to leave people that were still alive? His name is Bama. Boma. Boma, yeah. Oh. Yeah, but then the repair job 
fails and they lose all their fuel anyway, and then he has to start taking phasers from people. Right. And they can't defend themselves. Now that now they can't not no, yeah, they're recharging the engine with phasers. With phasers. Yeah. But that means that they now no longer have weapons against the giants. And Spock, again, right, says, Okay, f- yes, you're right. That would be a danger. But if we don't do this, we're, we're not getting off this planet we're and we're gonna anyway. die anyways. So if we have the only chance for us to survive is to get off of this planet. Did you look up what was aired this night? I think it's all the same stuff. Is it? Yeah. I looked it up, but it's all the same stuff. They didn't have as many choices. That's back true. Then. I, I still, I just, we had the one episode that was the, oh. the great pumpkin Charlie Brown. Uh, yeah, nothing aired. good on I'm January just going to point 5th. out that you just said Ensign O'Neill, and I think that's the first use of the rank Ensign in the show. Really? Wow. I think that's there's a, a deep cut that's Star a, Trek yeah, trivia. There's a deep cut of the trivia. <laughs> First usage of the rank Ensign. Wow. Wow. And what was his what? name? Was he another O'Neil, Irishman? Right? O'Neill, but he's not too Irish. <laughs> he's not as excessively Irish. <laughs> the, uh... Another potato-eating Irishman? <laughs> I don't know, I'm trying to think of things to insult. <laughs> yeah. It's not a lot of good Irish insults. Like... <laughs> Potato eater. That's yeah, a good one. Yeah. Fat famine fleer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but who wouldn't flee famine? Like that just that's just common sense. Yeah. <laughs> if you have the option, you're gonna flee the famine. A uh, famine fleer would say that. Yeah. Well, yeah. sure. <laughs> sure. Who you calling a famine? You dirty yeah. famine fleer. Yeah. Get back in that famine. <laughs> there you Get in there and not eat. <laughs> Be a man. Be a man. Not eat. Eat one of those snakes you keep on bashing. Oh wait, that's the. Uh, yeah. Oh, now you're mixing metaphors. No, no, <laughs> oh, I, no I guess that's. I, I guess they are Irish. They still they, that St. Patrick was Irish. Right? I forgot. Did they bash the snakes? I thought he just led them out of Ireland. He drove them. They all got in the car. You're conflating, and he drove an, them out of you're conflating an episode of The Simpsons. Yeah, right. right. Where they bash snakes <laughs> yeah. with St. Patrick. That's right. <laughs> you thinking that's the same story. I think, I think we're close enough <laughs> for the myth to be alive. This planet is called Moccas 3. They're inviting Oh, is it. that where they're at? Yeah. Marcus 3. Okay. Well, your spears look fake. <laughs> the other the other shuttle that's out looking for them is called the Columbus. The Columbus so yeah. it's clearly a time when they thought he was still a good guy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would like... In the Star Trek universe, is there um, an explanation for why so many um, uh, na- uh, navigators got fired? Oh yeah, they changed them up. Until they got the check off. Until <laughs> they got the check off. No, they just so, sort of cycle. It's like so the yeoman. fucking many of them. After you know? yeoman ran, he just cycles through yeomans, and they don't really ever explain well, you know, why. They're like air traffic controllers. <laughs> it's a very stressful job, and uh, you just you know <laughs> bringing, you have a short lifespan, but you make a lot of money. Bringing Spock salad <laughs> or uh, Kirk salad. Yeah. That's the best. That's the best scene we've ever seen with a yeoman. They've mentioned several times how there are hundreds of people on board, and given very little indication as to what these people do. Did you guys hear about uh, so ample opportunity for rotation? Did you guys hear hear about Tom Petty? He's dead. That he died. Well, yeah, I know. Not that just he that he died, but that he died of oh a, opioid overdose. Yeah, yes. because because he was he had like. 
uh, he had a fractured hip and he wouldn't stop touring. Yeah. And he just he ignored his doctors and he was just like, no, no, man, I, I want to finish this tour. I did 54, 53 more dates. And then like just started uh, taking way too many painkillers, all those opiates, and uh, and it, it, it accidentally took a massive overdose. So that's why here at Warped, we smoke weed. Yeah. Those that do... Which sucks. (laughs) (laughs) The spears are the best. And they come from angles that clearly weren't thrown by giants. That's my favorite, too. Oh, there's Spock. (laughs) Oh, here it comes. Here it comes. I'm surprised it didn't. He's holding that rock up. Swish. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) He's pushing it down onto him. (laughs) It's still wobbling. <laughs> I told you to lift off. And I love how the planet looks nothing like the exterior shot. Like, <laughs> it looks nothing like it. It's all green from in here, but the actual sta- sound stage is a completely different appearance. They're holding them down. The giants? Apparently. Yeah, you'll never see that, but it's happening, trust me. Yes, that's what. Yeah, that's what. Those windows are the conveniently located. Like, the giants look like. <laughs> Uh, three kids stacked on each other's shoulders wearing like a fur carpet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they did. <laughs> we are a giant. Why am she I spends a lot of time on the ground I'm in this episode. I'm suddenly aroused. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> we haven't... Would we put her above... If you're going to have Yeoman CGI Barrows? this cheesy looking, then just I, go back to know. the original. No? No. Uh, would you put her above the two Playboy bunnies? Neck huh? down, no. No, what? No. 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 Would you put her above any of what? Mud's no. women? No. Uh, I'm telling you, this girl's yeah, like a five. Think... In Star Trek terms, she's a five. <laughs> no, she's like a six because there's some fives. There's some real fives <laughs> some out there. <laughs> I mean, I'm not judging them, obviously, but I am assigning <laughs> a number value. But you're ranking their attractiveness <laughs> by number. But I'm not judging I'm them. I'm not judging them. Arbitrary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I am, I am attractive. I, I am will start by saying that I'm a hypocritically two. Hypocritically. So therefore, and, yeah. you know. I'm not giving myself undue credit. (laughs) (laughs) You are employed at, you are, you are high status at a high stakes and uh, visible company. So (laughs) you are, are an attractive man. (laughs) Of course you can judge. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, I'm going to judge because that's what people do, but, um, but I'm going to pretend like I'm not judging. I do not believe in angels. What? <laughs> I don't know. Just, I, I had a random thought about aliens, but I don't really want to talk about it now because there's no aliens really with us. But I wanted them to have like more regular names like Mike and Jason, like when they're like all creatures. Why are they always like Gorzax and you know, Zoran? I want like, hey, Jason, don't use the, you know... No, we were talking about this the other day. It's just because they're supposed to have uh, names that sound unpronounceable to the human tongue, like <laughs> like the extra dimensional d- beings in H.P. Lovecraft. So he called them. Uh, it's supposed to be a two syllable w- word. Yeah. 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 Because you can't really say it. It's just those aren't those aren't letters that are supposed to be next to each other. Yeah. Yeah. But I just I would love it. I like it where they played straight and they had all the aliens, the tentacle suck with suckers and stuff. And he's like, <laughs> his name's Jerry. Rick. Come on, <laughs> come on. <laughs> hey Mike, what's up, dude? They do that. Yeah. 
Uh, so said the nameless horror that I cannot describe because just the description of it would drive you to madness. Ah, nice. Rick. Neotrolothoptep. <laughs> yeah, the name is Rick. <laughs> and this, the ancient creature, Rick. Is this show almost Well, it's over? like the joke of, uh, of uh, uh, Monty Python, the Holy Grail. The, oh, yeah. The, uh, the, 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 Tim the Enchanter. Tim the Enchanter. There are those who call me Tim. Yes, the show is almost over. Whoever was asking that question. So in order, so see, so Spock released the fuel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he figured it. it out. All right. Well, fuck you then. <laughs> it's the plot. Planet. I don't need you to explain the plot. To me. <laughs> I'm sorry to mansplain it to you. <laughs> I know what's going on. Whoa, he's ass graphics. <laughs> yeah, I like I said, being someone who's only ever seen the digitized effects versions of these. Oh, really? I'm very curious to see what these things look like, what They're, they looked like originally. Yeah. Simpler. I want to say better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, w- I would say... As good. They're at least, like, appropriate for their... Time right. They don't look out of place. It doesn't look out of place compared to the rest. It's like you see that, and then you see the rocks, the plastic. Right, you see the giant paper mache spears getting thrown around. Doesn't equate. Yeah, it it looks amateurish. Yeah, as somebody familiar with three dimensional uh, art, I would say that that looks like they were said like we're going to redo it all. Here's a $20,000 budget. Please redo all 500 episodes. <laughs> you guys have till next week. Thank Maybe you. Maybe they wanted it to look a little bit cheesy so that it would still it, kind it, of have it the... It would, it would still kind of look like so the show. so glaring yeah. for it not to look at least a bit like the show. Maybe. Okay. That's maybe giving them more credit than they deserve, but it's possible. When she's yeah. all sweaty like that, she goes up to a 5.6, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hmm, let's see. Yeah. If they shoot her, they go back to her. Well, they showed her once. Why would they show her again? Because There I were don't... men to be shown. <laughs> <laughs> woman... Oh, they get saved right at the last moment. Uh, uh... But who will save us? So much smoke machine. Yep. Oh man, he could use a body massage right now. <laughs> <laughs> it looks, it looks well, like he Seuss needs that. Back. Burned Where's up in my the body atmosphere. massager. Get her in here. Yeah, she just died. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot to think about now. Well, that was the other one, or does it's the same yeoman? No, it was a different one. Yeah, but yeah. they're to Kirk. They're all the same. <laughs> not to me, but to Kirk. I'm sure Bush. giving massages is like they all have to do that. Yeah, it's not just one. But he cares about each one like they're <laughs> their own a special snowflake. Yeah, he probably does. But there's like a lot of snowflakes. Yeah, a lot. A lot of them. Okay, one last little bit of trivia. I, I read that the sh- the Galileo shuttle will make further appearances, uh-huh. like in a few more episodes, even though it blew up in yeah. this one. And then, and it's not until like three or four more episodes until they actually repaint the the shuttle Galileo two uh-huh. and change oh, the name. Change it to the two. Uh, wow. There he goes. Here, People didn't give he... a shit about continuity in 1967. Uh, here's where he's giving him shit, and they're all gonna laugh at him. They love picking on Spock, man. Yeah. Well, he's really the only alien on board, right? Yeah. On original Star Trek. 
There weren't. They didn't have a a galaxy of yeah. everybody else's from Earth. Yeah, it was kind of controversial. Spock's just like, you think you've got me trapped in a corner, but I am going to loop-de-loop right out of this. They haven't yet brought in the whole Uhura's got a thing for Spock sort of subplot yet. They they hint at it in one of the first couple of episodes. They have her, like, hug him or something. Um. You know, the, oh, and she sings to him. She sings to him for the Star Trek episode where he plays the, the whatever the space. He plays the, the space, space guitar. Guitar, and she <laughs> sings. Yeah. The the women on the Enterprise uh, feel uh, like uh, Kirk is the guy you have one night of passion with, and Spock is the family man you settle down with and have logical children with. <laughs> 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 yeah, he's the marrying. If you're kind. gonna play fuck, marry, kill with Kirk, Spock, Whoa. and McCoy. Yeah, well, you got to kill McCoy. <laughs> You'd have to kill Doctor McCoy. I'm sorry, I guess. I'd hate to have to kill McCoy. I mean, that's I mean, a sad that's decision. Sad. That's sad, but I think we all make the same. That's, that's how, how the game is played. My seasoned friend. and charismatic character actor. That's Spock. Look at Leonard McCoy. They're all just no. like what? Two fucking two, Vulcan. Two crew members just died. DeForest Kelly. Spock is. He's a goofy guy. What a fucking weirdo. All right. <laughs> well, take us out, Mr. Me, uh, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> almost did it. Does I almost, anybody almost have anything else they want to He was going to say Mr. Mr. Maynard. Uh, yeah, Mr. Anybody Maynard. have anything they'd like to add before we go? Um... <laughs> Go for no. it. No. All right. So that one wasn't I, bad. That one I, was all right. No. Hey, remember that family guy where like anytime like uh like they use the, the, the transporter technology to not have to leave the couch. So when your bladder fills up or your butt fills up with poop, you know, you just use the transporter. And just magic your magic shit and piss into yeah, the toilet. Into the toilet. <laughs> yeah. And, and that way you can just, and then you could like use the transporter to get yourself a beer and a sandwich. That, and you just never have to leave they, the couch. They ripped that off from the Simpsons. Did they? Oh, is the Simpsons did? I didn't yeah, remember where it came from. The Simpsons. Because I'm not a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> you just started the sentence. Remember that Family Guy episode? Yeah, I'm a nerd. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Anyways, this has been war. I gotta piss so bad. <laughs> Good night. And this has been. Not the Squire of Gothos, right? <laughs> no. That'll be the next thing we watch. Sometime next week on your next car ride, you'll be like, Squire of Gothos, that was the greatest episode of podcasting ever that changed my life. And uh, then, this, yeah. is, this is Penis Mightiest. <laughs> and I'm out. <laughs>